I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and I hope you're all well and healthy. Um, I'm here, I'm supporting a new um, Surpass cushion. If anyone is uh, kind of interested, that is a, a bit of a sample um, maybe there might be some interest in them. Maybe we could send them out. We'd love to see them on people's uh, webcams. Okay, so let's start off with uh, the community uh, updates. So I'm going to play you a clip now from Alpha Plus. Uh, Gavin uh, gave a very good, uh, just a short presentation as part of the uh, past conference, which was a few weeks ago, back in October now. Uh, so let's play uh, Gavin speaking as part of the updates for the community. Hello, everybody. I'm Gavin Buzzatorello from Alpha Plus. Um, First of all, big welcome to the uh, uh, BTL Annual Surpass User Conference. Um, what a year we've had since the uh, since the last one. Um, first of all, I'd like to say how incredibly proud I am of all of the team at uh, Alpha Plus uh, who switched overnight to the new world of homeworking and have been working hard uh, for the last six months to deliver for our customers. Uh, we've been helping them with some of the immense challenges, things like trying to uh, deliver qualifications and uh, and grades in a world where paper exams have disappeared overnight, uh, helping many of those clients actually make the transition at great speed onto online assessment and, uh, and remote invigilation. Uh, and for us, the big headline thing has been we've continued to deliver online adaptive national assessments in uh, in Wales. For many learners who have been out of school for six months, you know, the big question has been, how has that absence from school affected their learning and their progress? Well, Welsh schools are lucky enough, thanks to the online adaptive assessments, to have a fully standardised measure uh, and a personalised test that learners can take. And I'm very pleased to say that in the first three weeks of term, we've had uh, over 7,500 learners already logging on and getting their personal results. So it's been a really uh, successful year for us. And I uh, hope to catch up with a lot of you through the conference. That was Gavin talking as part of the conference. If you do want to watch uh, updates from Gavin and everyone else that took part in the conference, then please do head over to conference.surpass.com for more information. Um, okay, so next up, we're going to talk about the uh, recent release uh, that came out for the Surpass. Uh, we've been playing a few clips from the webinar that took place. Um, I'll give you the link for the webinar afterwards. But here is uh, Nathan and Jack talking about extended matching and images within that question type. Here we go. And so we've added the ability to use images as answer options in extended matching questions. So if I just open up this extended matching question that I've created here, and you'll see here that it's a fairly simple question. So on the left-hand side, we have descriptions. And on the right-hand side, we have the names of shapes. So a shape with no corners and one edge, what's the answer, Jack? Oof, it could be a circle. Perfect, mate. I knew you could do it. Um, but maybe maybe this isn't the most accessible answer option. Maybe it, it's not the most interesting to look at, right? Like it's a bit boring, just kind of two columns of text next to each other. So I want to I want to spice it up a bit with some images, Jack. So, yeah, especially something like shapes, you kind of want to be seeing something, do you? Exactly. Yeah. So I click on one of my answer options, and you'll see here I have this kind of toggle. So I can either have text, which is what is selected and what I have at the moment, or I can add an image. So if I select image, and then I get the select image button, 
click that, and it brings up the media library that I was showing you earlier. So I have all of my images in here with the alt text that I added as well. So I can, I think it was the circle description that I chose here. So I click my circle and then add media. You'll see here that the text has been replaced by um, a lovely red circle. And I can do that with my other ones. So I can get a little square in there, get a cheeky triangle and a delightful heptagon. Um, so you can see now that rather than sort of slightly boring, dry descriptions, we've got nice um, nice looking images that the, that the candidate can select from and, and match in that extended matching question. And so what was that? What would that look like for a candidate? For a cat, so as with any kind of other item type, you can select preview down at the bottom, which will bring up a, a preview of essentially what it looks like in the surpass test driver. Um, so you can see here that candidates get the um, images on the left-hand side. They can match them up. That is not a square, Nathan. Goodness gracious me, in a long day. Um, and then match them up like that. So I can match my triangle to triangle and so on. So really, really handy for just making the extended matching question just a, a little bit more visually appealing and interesting, really. Um, so yeah, yeah, really useful one. There you go. So you can watch more of that information. If you go to the nspass.com slash webinar, you can watch the uh, session in full. Uh, Nathan also talks about how the uh, images will be added into the uh, gallery as well. The media library is part of that. Uh, we did also pull him apart on the fact that um, he was using uh, a Pentagon um, afterwards, but uh, uh, that's been added to his CPD, uh, I'm sure. Um, thank you for that, Jack and Nathan. That's brilliant. So just a reminder, really, um, we do put out uh, podcast versions of a lot of the work that we do as well. So if you're uh, too busy to watch the webinars, the visual ones, then uh, you want to listen while you're driving or walking, uh, then go to search up um, SPAS community assessment podcasts. Uh, there's about 54 episodes in there, I think, to date on there, uh, with the top three being, uh, interestingly, top 10 tips in venturing into online invigilation. Uh, there's one from the Association of Corporate Treasurers and one that we did with uh, Amanda Danis, um, uh, transition to the physical item writing workshop space. So uh, it's really worth uh, checking those out and lots of other uh, webinars as well. I'm now going to play you a clip from the uh, service desk team. Uh, teams from the, uh, the various departments gave updates as part of this past conference. So you can head to conference.pass.com for more information there. Here's the service desk team talking about what they've been up to over the past 12 months. Hi, I'm Jackie Smith. I'm the service desk manager here at BTL and I'm here with my colleagues Zan and Liam. Um, I just wanted to give you a bit of an update on the team and what we've been up to over the past six to 12 months. We've seen quite a lot of change within the team and how we work. So Sophie left the business during the summer and Danielle's been successful in her application to a service delivery manager role within BTL. We're therefore currently recruiting into the team and have had a Madassa start with us at the beginning of September, another Jack starting with us in a few weeks, and we've got another vacancy still to be filled. So there'll be a few new names and faces that I'm sure you'll all get to know. The focus within the team has very much been on upskilling. Each advisor has had time allocated to them each month for them to spend on their own learning and skills development. This allows them to work on their individual skills and knowledge gaps in addition to the formal training and development that we've got in place. And we've got a continuous and ongoing approach to training alongside the development of Surpass. So the desk can be up to date with any changes um, within the product. 
We're also improving communication channels between the desk and other BTL teams. This is even more important at the moment since we've moved to working remotely as we're no longer able just to pop over to a colleague's desk to ask a question. Um, and just before lockdown, we created the Think Tank on Teams, which is an innovations hub idea that was raised by Zan. And the forum allows the teams to raise queries to quite a wide audience within BTL. And it's a great support network for the desk when investigating issues. And um, so I'm now going to hand over to Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Mountain. I'm a service tech advisor at BTL. Um, so obviously due to COVID and the virus and things like that, uh, ticket volumes did drop towards the end of March as we all went into lockdown and started working from home. A lot of schools and universities and businesses started to work from home and lockdown. Um, as this came about, the, the service desk had to overcome a lot of challenges uh, working from home. As Jackie mentioned, we couldn't just go over to a colleague and ask them a question. So we've had to overcome some um, things like that. Um, what we've done is implement a lot of team groups on Microsoft Teams um, for communication around the business. Um, in September, tickets started to started to increase as schools and things and businesses started to open. Um, so we've had a lot of catching up to do with them as we haven't spoke to them in a, a while for months. Um, we've also seen increased uh, exam numbers as we've um, started uh, schools and colleges and things have started to retake exams. Um, this has also been implemented as well, the online invigilation, um, as schools and pupils can't go into schools or centres. Um, so online invigilation has become a massive part of taking exams from the comfort of your own home. Um, so, yeah. I think that's everything from me. So I'll pass over to Zan. Thank you, Liam. Uh, so big news for us. We're all really looking forward to our new ticket management system that's been rolled out shortly, which is going to have which is going to allow us to have a better overview of tickets, produce more accurate reports of issues being raised, and also help us understand how we can support our clients better. Our customer portal is also going to be launched later on this year, which is going to allow you to create, update, and manage tickets and service requests, which we all think is pretty cool. Clients can also raise tickets themselves directly into our system and receive a ticket reference immediately. There's going to be a straightforward form for clients to fill out so we can make sure we've got all of the information we need to start to start investigating your issue as soon as we receive it. And clients will also be able to track the statuses of their tickets. And you can also see how we're doing with the investigations, resolutions, and it also lets you add your own notes, et cetera, into the tickets. So we're very much looking forward to that. Excellent. Thank you, Liam. Thanks, Anne. Um, finally, I just want to add that if anyone has any questions about anything that we've discussed today or anything about the service desk in general, please just get in touch with me directly and we can have a chat about the work that we do and how we support you as our customers. And we're looking forward to seeing you all at the conference. Thank you. There you go. It was a great update. and um, We had lots of those updates from the teams. And, and I think it was really interesting the way that the, the conference changed the, the way in which we uh, all communicate and work and uh, it was a lot more teams were present and watching and engaging customers as part of that okay next up we've got a webinar coming up uh, so we're going to talk about events and industry news now but um we've got an event webinar coming up next week uh, i'll be joined by uh, kerry and sue from the test delivery uh, services team and we're going to be talking about uh, the test center network and 
really how they've adapted to um, the uh, restrictions that have been put in place, the social distancing, et cetera, and how they've um, uh, managed to open up, really. Um, as part of that, um, there's, we're going to be playing some clips from some of the uh, partners that we work with as part of the Test Centre Network. And I'm going to play you a short clip now from uh, Becky uh, from Pittman Training uh, about their kind of experiences and reflections um, as part of the uh, return to Test Centres. From our perspective, it's, it's been, you know, a lot of work to to put everything back into place again. But um, we're really pleased with the outcome. Everybody feels really comfortable, and um, it's clear that students are really appreciating coming back to be able to sit their tests. So many of these tests are important for their careers and being able to move forward. So um, that's been great for them to have that ability to do so. And um, we also have quite a, a number of students who are given an option of sitting either online or. Um, in a centre and we were really surprised to find that actually people do prefer to study in the centre or take their tests in the centre and um, purely because they are removing themselves from the disruptions of home and um, so if they've got young kids and that allows them to dedicate time um, to obviously take their tests and, and remove those barriers really so that's been a really positive outcome from that as well and um, so all in all uh, lots lots learned during this year um, but uh, we're really happy with the steps that have been made and also the support that we've received from, from BTL and being able to, um, to, to make those steps, basically. Um, thank you. So really great insight there. So don't forget, uh, this is on the 3rd of December. It's at 10 a.m. Uh, GMT if you want to join us uh, for that conversation. We're going to be talking uh, a lot of kind of different aspects of uh, how the centres have opened and how they're, they're operating. Uh, if you want to sign up to that, go to spass.com uh, slash sign up. Uh, other news then, uh, so just in order, so next week and the 2nd of December is the ATP uh, Cov Papers closure. Uh, so if you do want to get your, your virtual submission in for a virtual conference, uh, then please do that. I would recommend it. The peas in the pod sessions were really, really good as part of the conference. So if you do want to uh, engage with a wider community uh, about a particular aspect or, or question you have, then it's a, a brilliant way to get that um, across. Um, there's also the ATP um, uh, event on the 3rd and 4th of December. I won't say it because I'll just embarrass myself again with that one. Um, and then we've recently announced uh, an upcoming uh, webinar uh, where we're going to have guests from Psyker, uh, as well as I think ICAST as well uh, will be part of that. So that's going to be a really interesting uh, look at how uh, SPAS has been used for financial and accountancy-based uh, assessments. So make sure you go to spass.com to sign up to that. Um, so that's on the 15th of December. So thank you very much. I uh, hope you all well. Have a great weekend. Uh, stay safe, and I'll speak to you next week. Take care. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit surpass.com. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.